1: going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey "Hey, man, man. yesterday was busy down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mike, here's what's interesting. Falcon Nation, all right, not only just here in the ATL, all over the state of Georgia, but all over the country because there are Falcon fans everywhere. I know, you know, we don't get the love like some of these other teams, but there are. And um, I think, Mike, we have to learn, and this is going to be very hard to trust Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot because we've got to give them a chance to do their thing. And here's the problem. What is your trust level right now with our head coaches that have come and gone right, right now, right? It's it's right. probably minimal simply because of the way that these things have ended and we haven't ultimately won the prize. I think Raheem said yesterday there's only one happy team at the end of every season, and he's right. Um, when you talk about – Learning to trust them, Mike. Are we going to be able to do this? Or are we going to be in this constant state of mm. this guy or this regime's not good enough?
0: Yeah, look, I get it. And we really were kind of blown away. Turtle, our producer Chris, was like, man, there's a freaking negative energy out there. I mean, look, when we heard that Raheem Morris was the head coach, I got to admit, I was like, really? You know, after, after the way that because of the length of the process. And I thought we were extending for some of the guys we hadn't spoken to yet. Like, you know, and now we find out this Ben Johnson's basically maybe blackballed himself by the way he treated the Washington Commanders. We'll talk more about that in a blitz. But I had to kind of wrap my head around it. it took me about 48. And I'm cool. And then again, as you and we say, guys, once it's done, it's done. And then we say, here we go. And we can only judge these guys by how we proceed moving forward. You know, I, I like to believe that Fontenot wasn't responsible for some of the picks I don't like. I like that. Yes. And I, that's why, you know, I feel that moving forward, giving the man control, I think he can do some good things. But I understand. It's like the girlfriend. It's like Lucy pulling the football from Charlie Brown. It's just the stuff you're afraid to go back to. That is part of the battle that we're dealing with.
1: And it's not just Mike and I, okay? This is the, we're talking about all Falcon fans. And I, I, I talked to a friend of mine today, and he said he was arguing with somebody on social media, which kind of made me laugh because I was like, welcome to our life. Uh, but he said, you know, there was a lot of negativity about Ra's record, Raheem Morris's record as a head coach. And Mike and I, we took a phone call yesterday at the end of the show, and we said, listen, this is fair. We can't. You can't run from that. Ra's not running from what he didn't do in, in Tampa Bay and his head coaching record overall. It is what it is. But I also think, Mike, and this is where we lose perspective. You have to look at the circumstances of why those things took place. I think people just think you get a head coaching job, an opportunity, Mike, and all of a sudden you know everything. Mm-hmm. You know how to do everything. You're supposed to be successful regardless of your circumstances, your ownership, the players you have or you inherit, all of that all of that stuff matters. So, yes, the record is the record, okay? But there's also probably a reason
0: that goes into why he was the interim head coach here in the first place. Right. And I just think, you know, look, Belichick, who became a lightning rod here, did show you he learned from his experience as a head coach in Cleveland. And then he goes back to the mothership with Parcells, and then he figures it out. That's right. Pete Carroll goes and coaches the Patriots. Really did not distinguish himself. Goes to USC, finds his legs, and wins a national wins two national championships technically, and then goes back to the NFL and wins the Super Bowl. Should have won two. So some guys' seconds, second acts work, you know? And I, I understand. I just feel that because we've been in such – a state these last 6 years and this guy was attached to Dan Quinn and it's funny look Dan's a good guy but he just can't help himself from clichés and stepping into silly stuff like he did yesterday which if you're familiar with him you had to laugh if you're a Commanders fan get used to it but I think because there was he was attached to that there's a bit of a stain on to some uh, on the resume and hopefully that'll it'll shine clean when he kicks ass this year no
1: doubt 4047260929 uh it's the one thing we wanted to start with today and kind of discuss with you because you got to give them a clean slate and you have to learn to trust all of us Raheem Mm -hmm. and Cherry Fontenot in this collaborative, their word, not ours, this collaborative thing that they're going to have and selecting players, deciding on free agents, and then going to Mr. Blank and saying, this is what we're going to do. That's what was described to us yesterday. I think the most important thing now that this part is done is we, as as the fan base, we got to focus on Mike, the most important thing. And that is the team building part. Now, how do we make this team better? Who is going to be the quarterback? What else do we need to add? Mike, Mike said this. Listen, you think the offensive line is good? Yeah, it is. It could be better. Maybe there are some things on this team that you go, how can we upgrade and, and make the skill guys that we currently have even better than what we think they can be right. because we're putting better pellet players around them. That is what I think our focus has to be. The other part of this, guys, we're going to figure it out when we get back to the season you're going to get plenty of opportunities to see what this team's about and where they're at. But as I've said, Mike, right now I think the main focus is what are we going to do and how do we do it, by the way? And, and Mike has said this. We've got plenty of options. We don't know what option we're going to take. But once they figure that part out and we start to get a sense of where this is going, then I think you're going to either start to feel better Or if you're already feeling better, you're going to feel a lot better about the position of where this team's going to be.
0: Right. And I I think that uh, there's so many questions that we all want the answers to. And I just – I said it yesterday, patience, grasshopper. And difficult because I've got no patience. i got zero – in fact, I'm negative 10 on the patience scale. But you just got to wait. We're going to try – and they said every option is open. They didn't say – and not that Terry should tell us that anyway. Yes, I'm only going to look for a draft pick. No. Because then you lost leverage. That's right. And then teams know you're going to – see, that's – I mean, you, it's all like a giant poker game, guys. And it's Texas Hold'em. And you, you got to really play it. <laughs> so, yeah, it could be free agency. It could be a trade. It could be a trade. And we still draft a quarterback. You know, there's a lot of options here. And then that will sort of set the tone. The team is good. Some decisions on the defensive side free agent-wise. Are you going to keep Calais Campbell? Are you going to keep Bud Dubrick? Probably keep Calais maybe, right? Keep him around with the young guys? Yeah, I, I think so, Mike. I'd yeah. like to
1: have him back. All I right. think – if it's sold to him correctly, and, you know, again, this is going to be up to Raheem Morris and, and Jimmy Lake, the new D.C., but I, I think he he showed us last year. He gave us more than I expected, Mike. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I didn't expect Clayus Campbell to be as productive as he was. But, again, I, I feel like the veteran leadership, the fact that he's a light guy that locker room, it doesn't hurt as long as he can still be productive. My, my thing with having older guys back is always, do you want to be a coach or are you still a player? Because if you want to coach, then, then don't waste a roster spot. Go coach and let's help the team in that right. way. If you want to play, Mike, and be a leader and still be productive like Calais Campbell was last year, then I'm cool. Come back and play. But you can't be this in-between because then I, you're not helping my team. Like that. Right. That's where I get a little antsy about sometimes when we talk about older players coming back. Either way, it's a decision they'll have to make. And speaking of, of pass rush, I'm going to let you hear what Terry Fontenot told us about adding one. But Mike just mentioned it. This was his comment about the quarterback position. Wide open. Wide open. And, and you look at – whether it's a free agency, whether it's a trade, whether it's the draft, um, we're wide open uh, and, and, and we know we have to do some things there. And, and look, we know Dez and Taylor, they did the, the very best that they could. And there were some ups and downs. There were some good and bad, but we know we didn't, We didn't this season didn't hit our marks and didn't reach our potential, and um, we know that's a part of it. But there's a lot of other areas, and and we're we're gonna it's never gonna be the same. So it's not like we need to do this one thing and then we're gonna take off. We're gonna look at everything top to bottom. We're gonna look at every position. We're gonna look to improve this roster this offseason, not only in improving and bringing people from outside the building, but challenging the guys that are here and making sure they take that next step so we can get to where we need to be. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.